I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flav, tell them about your dream. <laughs> I've not recommended anyone that does anything, right? But if you, I'll, I'll cut you out of the main pod. You just tell the patrons. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, uh, well, they, they can decide whether or not it stays in. I'm. Okay. Um, I take these supplements, so mag- magnesium. So it's good for your body. It's like supplements, vitamins, essentially, right? But one of the side effects of them is that. They help you sleep, but they also give you intense dreams, like almost lucid dreams. So if you enjoy dreaming, as I do, and I have mental dreams, I can't remember half the shit I got up to last night. That's interesting. You enjoy, so you enjoy dreaming? I enjoy dreaming. Some people I, don't. Like, yeah. I, I, I spoke to my mate, and he said, why do you want to do it? Sure, you want to go to bed to rest. But I go to bed, and it's like, I'm going to lead a new life for a night. Right, it's, it's an adventure. I, yeah, I can. I like the idea. I'd rather leave it. it. If someone said you could have dreams every night or, or not, I'd go, I'll leave it. I feel I rested. Right? I feel yeah. rested. That's good. Yeah. Anyway, the one part of this dream was um, was at a festival, but we had these kids that I didn't know there. They were like friends of. They were like friends of. My kids, but they weren't my kids. Mm. And we were just doing ease together. <laughs> yeah. They were, like, they were like six years old. Wow. Seven. Were they? Yeah. Uh, were they all right? They no, one right? was going. I don't feel good, and I was like, "Oh shit!" That'd be the old. You know, don't tell your mum. Yeah. <laughs> ride it out. Ride it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, this is an early early morning pod, so you'll hear that in my voice. I've also got a cough anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, so I, I haven't showered. I think that's important to say. Flav, I think, has. Um, he's going to be out and about today, but we had to do an early one. So this is going to go out on a Wednesday, Flav. So this is an early, early pod. Um, but Please. we are live still somehow to 37 of our gorgeous moist slugs and if you'd like to become a moist slug you can do so there's a link in the description cost you four quid i think three four dollars and uh you can join us and be don't live worry about how much it costs don't worry about how much it costs just do it money yeah uh, money's is just uh quite tight at the moment yeah that's true um yeah. yeah actually maybe we should be pushing it um but for those who are thank you for continuing to support us. um how was your how was your weekend mate I mean, footballing wise, shall I get up the Premier League t- the table from the relegation zone? Could do flying could do. up. 
don't know. Let's have a little look. Let's have a little look. Ooh, that isn't that beautifully poised. Is, mm. is that good? Is that good? Is it? Looks good. Good, but is it good? It's good, but is it early? That's the problem. Stream your. Uh, you stream your. You share your screen. Yep. Sure. Um, it looks pretty yeah, good. Though. I mean, Tottenham, Arsenal, Bournemouth, all the big hitters. I'm not going to bang on about Spurs because obviously people can go and listen to my podcast if you do that. Um, and people, are, you know, I take your point about it being like an anti-Arsenal pro Spurs podcast merely because I'm here. Not that I won't. Ha- I can't help myself, but I'll do my best. But it's, that's not your job. Your job is to be you, Flav. Okay, I want you to be authentic. Oh, but what I'm I want saying to be is, excited. I, I don't want my job a... is to re- address the balance, and that's okay, why perfect. I'm getting behind don't... my gunners this year. Stop! Don't please stop doing that. It may don't say my gunners either. My gunners. Someone Arsenal said fans <laughs> don't even say my gunners. Someone said. Someone said in the chat. James. James should call it my gunners for the rest of the season. <laughs> my, <laughs> climbing up in... my sweet, sweet gunners. No, so it's all well and good, James, right now, but I won't be able to take this as a joke if if it they turns. go above us. Yeah. yeah. If it's genuinely, I won't be able to take this as a joke, and I won't do the podcast. There mm. you go. Okay. Well, there let's cross that bridge when we come to it. Okay. Uh, I mean, I mean, it was Kulusevski is amazing. Uh, so it's look, it's we were like the, the thing is, and it's the same for everybody else at this start of the season. We talked about it on the podcast last week. This is the bit where you can enjoy it. You can look forward to the season, and you don't know what's going to happen, but you can be as optimistic as your signings and your managers allowed you to be. Our transfer window and our manager allows us to be very excited, but you don't know excited, but you don't know until you know. Mm. Yeah, of course. 12 min- 12 that's, part, that's, into, that's the joy of it all. Twelve minutes into the game, we're one 0 down. Ward Prowse, yeah, sort of saucy volley, volley, wasn't it? That was lovely. But um, w- were you good or were they terrible? I'm not doing this again because this is every time you don't. What? what doing. You no, what I think that's a fair point because I've 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 said Southampton will go down, so I'm just intrigued to know if I'm right. Do you think they'll go down? Um, that's what I'll, I'll ask. That do you think they'll go down? No, I don't think they'll go down. They they they, okay. they did well against a, a title challenging team. Yeah, um, that's fun. They, they, they held their own. Uh, um, I it's hard to say at this stage. All I can take from my perspective is that Spurs Spurs played well, and mm. we we could have had more. And and our link up play was great, and it felt like the team. I mean, it's this this is the team that started the league. So this is the same team that finished the league last season. Started this one, and there's seven players, six players on the bench that we brought in who didn't play. So, I thought that was it. I think that's a def- a really good point, that, and actually quite a smart thing from Conte. Although I actually noticed that loads of managers, Championship and the Premier League, are sort of sticking with the players that were there last year. Sorry, I got a cough. They spend <coughs> a lot of time working on on their squads. And, um, yeah, but but I think from a um, psychological point of view and feeling valued as an entire squad instead of a, a starting 11 if you just bomb out players and then bring in the new guy they don't feel like they've got a chance whereas if yeah. you go look which us you know you're still valuable i listened to his um interview and i i love when things are sort of lost in translation a little bit he probably wouldn't want to totally be as harsh as he was but he was like last season the squad was poor <laughs> so <laughs> okay okay Throwing daggers at the at the ex players, a bit harsh. Well, but, uh, no, he what? I don't think he was doing that. And like you say, a lot of what Conte does gets lost in translation because mm-hmm. that's why things got jumped. He got jumped on so many times last season. I'm not maybe I'm not the right manager to be here and stuff like that. And you don't realize, he's, oh, you know, in hindsight because he said it is that he was playing mind games. He was trying to get into the player's head. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, 
the squad was poor last season. If you look at our bench against Norwich, we had four academy project, uh, prospects who, between them, had like six minutes of first team football. Lucas Moore and Stephen Burvine. That is yeah. that is a poor squad. That's not what we had on the pitch was what we had. If that right. didn't work, we had nothing. Yeah. Now you got options. Saying that, he did choose to bomb out the Celso and then Dombele on loan rather than making them work. But you know, so it is a, it is a sort of self made issue. But those players were never going to work at Spurs and. God willing, Lucelso isn't going to uh, Villarreal, which is, that's one problem solved, and and Dombele might follow him. There's such a fine balance between, as a manager, between like going, "Well, these are my standards, and you're going to hit them, and if you ain't, then you're it," and <clears throat> like just being like, not having the gravitas for that to work. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. somehow the 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 magic of a manager, I find so fascinating. Of like what's how what percentage of it is just gravitas and stardust and saying it with your chest, and and how much of it is like actual like footballing genius? Because yeah, the, the way that you're getting set up is a similar way to to the way that he's set up other teams. Yeah, and but you've got players there that all of a sudden Emerson Royale looks like a player and Ben Davies looks like Maldini. Like it's you, it's you, it's weird. The stardust is odd. I it's, mean, it is one game and you are joint eighth. I will say that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but it's not. It isn't that, isn't it? Since he joined, we've scored more goals than anybody else in the league. Um, we've gone from 11th to third. Um, third best overall performance overall since he since he came in as well. Um, that sounds so, like a Mourinho stat. Was that not, didn't you use that stat for Mourinho? There was points where that was true. I'm just saying, up to this point, we've not we've, we've done nothing but improve under Conte. Mm. I think um, I think the, the difference between it is that he has a way of working, and that's not going to work for everybody. And he is unforgiving, and he will not expect any he, he not accept anything other than than you to do things his way. Otherwise, you'll be bombed out. Whereas mm. if Ndombele was under someone like Warnock or Harry Redknapp. I think he would he would flourish. He yeah, may not... I know what you mean. That's so it's true. Different, it's different, different concoctions of stardust. You That's need like... to write everything in the right place. Yeah. What's okay, right, guys? What <laughs> and try and make it funny in the comments. What is the perfect recipe of a manager? That's what we want for next week's podcast. What What do you want? Do you want a bit of Neil Warnock? Where yes, he's yeah, he's taking a backhand. Of course he is, but he's a, he's a good lad. He's, and he's won promotions in the past, and he just lets him play. Or what, do you want right, Conte what, as what, a hard taskmaster? Do you want Arteta what, with his little what, a brain and heart if you and had holding to hands? Like a Frank, Frankenstein's monster of the very best Premier League manager. He took one part from each of him. What would you take from Conte? Would it be his tactics? Would it be his? his I think I take. I think I take his um, ruthlessness. Yeah, yeah. His sort of eyes and the fear factor of Conte. I think there's like so. Someone, one of the guys said here. Where was it? Uh, despite his open, where was it? Uh, Archon said, despite his very open statements, Conte is also the guy that could insult you and you wouldn't realize it until three days later. Like, I think there's that. <laughs> he, he was, You're walking down the road and and, and suddenly, hold on, what? He called me fat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think there's um there's a Fergie-ness about Conte. More so. There's more Fergie. This sound, this, don't take this the wrong way, but this, this might be an out-of-context clip here, so I'll, I'll pause so you can cut it for the Twitter account. There's more Fergie in Conte than Fergie in Klopp and Guardiola, in my opinion. 
<laughs> I think he. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's because yeah. because actually, like you're saying, if if you put Conte in um, a Huddersfield Town, right, a middling Championship club where you've got to like you've got to work with what you've got a little bit, it it wouldn't work. But he's like some of these these elite managers would actually only work as elite managers because they they have all the ingredients that they want and they go well no I'm Antonio Conte I win titles do you want to win a title it's a standoff and then and then they go okay we'll we'll, we'll give you the players and then all of a sudden he proves it you can't do that at like Crawley Town so no. I'm I'm saying can he do it in a cold Tuesday night in Crawley Town no probably not um no, what to- would you want from Conte. What would you, Joy? If you could make the t- perfect, <coughs> ter- you make the perfect Tottenham manager. This might be. You feel free to take this for your own pod. You make the perfect Tottenham manager, but with only ingredients provided by Tottenham previous Tottenham managers. What would okay. be the five? A five. Come yeah, on. I've got too big. I've got too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, I think or just two, give me a minute. Give am- me a minute, and we'll move on. An amalgam, <laughs> an amalgamation of Conte, probably um, Yol's softness. And his warmthness, whereas whereas Conte and Conte's uh, someone put a great great thing in the in the chat here. It was Conte's buy into the club when he arrives. I've never seen like when he arrived at Spurs and you saw the same at Chelsea, and the way the players talked about him at, at Inter. He buys in, and and that club is his club, and he thinks about nothing else than making that club as successful as possible right. and, and as until, good as possible until he until he ruthlessly leaves. Because they're not Indeed. spending enough money. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, and, and this is the weird thing about it is at the moment, and it may be come to a point where we go, well, we can't keep feeling one day. We've bought in seven players. Like, well, can we not make this work? Yeah. And when that happens, it all goes... <laughs> that meeting's going to be great when Paratici goes, Paratici goes to Levy, like, can you please be in a, in this meeting? He's like, no, <laughs> it's your job. We're your fine. Job. Um, Antonio, we can't spend any more. We've spent a lot now. That's it. We have 35 35 players in this squad. Not all of them can even register. We've got that many players. We well, cannot I, buy more players. Then I leave. <laughs> so okay. That. Yeah. I tried. I've done everything I can. <laughs> You've let me down. I'm You're off. You're letting me down. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. It's good that you started well. I think for the league, it's good that um, my gun has started well as well. And because I think that is, that's the, that is the best story in the Premier League is Tottenham and Arsenal. I'm telling you. Has been for what, some um, time. Has been for some time. Yeah, it's, I guess it's an interest. It's, it's interesting outside the of that. There's this the rivalry, and there's this, we're on similar levels. But I still think Spurs have, are out of reach to Arsenal, and, and and the league will end up proving that. But I can only go by what I know right now. <clears throat> yeah. Um, which I keep saying. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> I keep saying because then it gets clipped up. Remember, this prick said this, but they don't forget. Like I said, we only know what we know right now. You should let me say anything. I like. Should start that. Just start. Yeah, that's true. That's good. Yeah. I like that. I need to put. We, we need to put that so, in the middle of it so it can't be clipped up as well. Lesson, um, so lessons of lessons of a um of a YouTube creator. Oh no, what would you call yourself? What? Like a podcaster, I guess. Yeah. Content what, what, is, is, is that a is that a t- general tip that if you're going to go on these things and you're going to say like big statements, make sure you say before or after. Finish off with the full stop of. But we only know what we know right now. I, no, it's no. In this instance, <laughs> in this instance, um, for this for the podcast, <laughs> Did you see I, that? Did we read the yeah, same yeah. thing? Archon says, "Flav, sexual health author." 
<laughs> I, I, I did actually used to write books about sexual health. Anyway, um, do you have any of those books? Uh, no, I mean, say books. I'm talking about pamphlets, not books. Okay. Not like I'm a fucking published author or anything. I can find the PDF <laughs> online, probably. Um, say, no, on, on this, I think it's important to caveat it because we're, this isn't. This is our podcast, right? So we we don't want to come across as saying anything too crazy um, <clears throat> because it's pointless. But when you go on to like when you do the overlap or things like that, you, you need that's your opportunity to get under people's skin. Yeah, but you know, I, I put it. We'll put it to the comments. There's another new bit. We're getting buffing up the new bits is nice. Um, and by the way, we've got a uh, big laugh award. We've got Samism is back. We've got a power move, um, and we've got some other bits as well. Um, but so for you guys who watch football YouTubers or people who are on YouTube talking about football, what advice would you give them as someone who's watching them? Because sometimes we're not the most aware, but I'd be intrigued to know what would be your guidance towards us, as in like what winds you up about, uh, what winds us up? No, you wind you up about us. There you go. Um, Bournemouth lets down, mate. Um, with a victory, we're hoping for the thirty-eight draws. Um, yeah, Tremba. fucked it up already. Fucked it up. Um, but don't worry, we can only move forward. Um, we moved to a select bunch of Brentford, Fulham, Leicester and Liverpool, who who, who all drew. We now mm. look to support those guys in their quest for 38 draws this year. I'm just intrigued to see who will be the last one standing in this draw. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters, really. <laughs> no, exactly. This means more to Liverpool. So, you know, yeah, can you get the draw crown? Yes, you won't win the the actual title because you keep drawing games, but you might win the um, consecutive draw crown. I think it's between... Sorry? What, through this season, the real championship, the World Premier League, is who tops the draw list. Draw list, yeah. yeah. That's a great shout because anyone could win that. Anyone could win. It's it's fair game. I like that. Anybody, it's not about money. It is not about money, this. It's not about how, how good your manager is. It is. It's literally has no bearing on anything at all. There is no advantage and disadvantage to winning the draw league, and it's a true, <laughs> true competition in British football. I love that. I draw love league. that. That's great. That gives everyone a chance. Everyone's got a chance. Who's, who's your favourite? Who's your favourite for the draw league? I just got to be. Um, I was going. I mean, my eye went to Wolves. I've got to be oh, honest. Wolves have got to be up there. I'm um, interested to see who who won. Who the, was it last year? Yeah, who well, won it last year? Well, you give us another chance. Uh, thing. Go on, have a guess. Uh, well, I, I I know who won the draw league last oh, year. I do. Have a look. Okay, I would. Who, say, who do you, who do you think? I would say it was Wolves. It wasn't Wolves. It Wolves wasn't. Wolves nearly relegated. They had six draws last season. Very poor uh, effort if, from Wolves. If you're watching now, guess now. Don't go and look it up because you're melt if you do that. Have a bit I'm of fun in your life, for God's sake. I'm going to let you know in precisely two minutes. Burnley. I think um, it's... Yeah. Ooh, Burnley had a good... Perfect. They have a good Burnley run. Finished. Did they have a, good, did, well, they they have a push for the title? For the draw title? They had, they had a little push for the title. They did. Champions League places for Burnley. But didn't win it. Ooh, didn't oh. win it. I, I, I quite fancy Everton for... For the draw league. Draw title. Draw league. Yeah. Draw title Finally some silverware. First since 1995. Yeah. I mean, they'd be buzzing cool. with that. Connor Cody signed. You see that? More football yeah, chat. Um, I'm intrigued. Is this a new unwritten rule? Because obviously they hated Benitez. Hated him. Because he's Liverpool. Now, Cody is Liverpool. But he's also Ball. Ball, one of the most 
likable people in the Premier League. Can is it? I mean, should he? Is he an England international? Is he that good? I mean, he is in England. Do you know what's amazing? Know, How old do you think? How old do you think he is? I'd say about. What would you guess? So he take what 20, 29? Yeah, we killed it. Yeah, he's twenty nine. I thought he. Was, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I thought he was miles on that. I thought he was like thirty one, thirty two, because he's starting to get. You know when you know when um, a player gets to a certain age where it's been decided they're slow, and Cody's cut like Rooney. Happened to Rooney. Nah, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. Is that ah? Rooney's mm. gone, isn't he? Yeah, but uh, I'm, Rooney's like I'm twenty eight. Yeah, <laughs> Lex like, is gone. no, Lex Lex gone. Lex is gone. <laughs> That's it. It's so. Like, it's almost a power move, but it's most. It's got to be as someone who has always been slow. I'd imagine that's so devastating when you're not fast, but you still got you still got your legs. And people go, "No, legs are gone." Who's um? I'm trying to think whose legs are gone recently. I mean, it's Cody. Cody's the main one, to be honest. So, but he'll play. He also. Uh, I watched a little interview with him, and he was saying how. Do you know, I like some some players go look? Listen. I always think that's a good good way of getting people's attention. That listen, and then start saying his answer to the question. But you say yeah. you get you get pigeonholed. He said, "I played for England in the back four, which is a great great line." Um, but I think what? the one thing is that Everton don't need another centre back. They've got lots of centre backs: Holgate, Godfrey, Tarkovsky, Keane, uh, Cody, Mina. That's a lot. Uh, they've got another lad, Bramthwaite, or whatever his name is. So that's seven centre backs they've got now buy a striker so they still need to sort that out but but he will be him Tarkovsky and Godfrey or Mina do, do you know how many caps he's made pretty good for England 10 10 is correct wow he's not good he's not he's not a fucking international defender I mean I know he is but we've got our, our, our centre backs are pretty shit and they've got Harry Maguire who though he plays well for England it's like he's just awful against Brian the other day. Like he looks like he doesn't know what he's doing out there. Yeah, mumbling around. Uh, face, face just looks so. It's just like he's. Well, that was the thing. I mean, uh, as we, his face, like, face like he's mid poo. Yeah, he's just it's lost, like and they bless him. Because as we as we scroll down the league. Um, I did want to talk about Man United. Can we get a title right. from this, by the way, guys? Can we get a title? Um, if Can anyone's going to tell you, the draw league in the chat. It. What are you saying? Brighton, Brighton were the draw league champions last year. With fifty. Well, they draws. was it Brighton? Was Brighton with, so thir- with thirty six draws? They can win again. Hang on, that's not good. There you are. Um, let's talk Man United. Last bit of football chat, guys. Hang in there. Hang in there. I've got. I've got we've got loads of stuff. Um, I honestly, I refuse. You know, sometimes when people go. They're saying, no, I'm being serious. And you and you just, you've decided, I'm not having it. It's a wind up. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not buying. No, 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 no. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's fine. But I, I'd rather do that than believe what you're saying. Cause this feels like a wind up. Arnautovic to Man United feels like a wind up to me. This is a like, that club, that, what, what is going on? And I know it's a cliche, but this is Man United. This is Man United, Manchester United. What on earth is going on there? Well, is, two moves, do you know what? The, do you know who called it first, Flav? Do you know who called who? it first? In a in a steamy studio in in Vauxhall. Who? Not Vauxhall. Is it Vauxhall? Victoria. Victoria. Mr. Flav. Mr. Flav. Mr. Gareth Flav. What was it? What did I say? You said you. I remember you saying to Tamvir. Shout out to Tamvir, the big dog. Oh right, yeah. I know you you were saying that 
Man United are a shell of a club and they're just a club with a big stadium. They're an average club with a big stadium now. They're an average team with a big stadium and it's been that way since Ferguson left more or less. Um, they the, are the, the, snookered. Yeah, the United that everyone grew up with isn't... It's never... You're never going to get that back. You're never, ever going to get that back. Same as Arsenal, never going to get that Wenger period. That The days of, of managers becoming institutionalised at the club are over, it seems, because... No manager really lasts more than two or three years. What about, what about Klopp and Guardiola? Yeah, but they... Uh, I, maybe. Maybe Klopp, actually. But that's what I'm saying, is that if Liverpool have Klopp, you know they're never not going to be in the race. They're never not going to be the team that could be there every season. Every, you, no one would be surprised <laughs> if Liverpool in contention with a quadruple. But the minute Klopp leaves, they return to being a normal football club until they find that... that that manager that can lead the club like Wenger did and like, you know, Abramovich, who wasn't the manager, but was the guy who engineered every bit of success at Chelsea, gave the managers what they want and employed the managers that, that could utilise the tools that he, he gave them. I've said this stuff loads of time, but United, you know, they're not. They may well be, they may well have seasons and managers that can get, deliver them stuff. But what they grew up with is is not what they are right now. And it, Rabiot and Arnautovic, in, in a team that is full of ego already, the, the and Rab- problematic players. The Rabiot one, at least, you know, it's Juventus. He's a talented player. I know he's got a rap sheet. Arnaut- Arnaut- 33-year-old Arnautovic, who's 34 this year. What the fuck is going on? This you've is got, like... you, You've got Ronaldo right there. Like, I mean, so well, I think they should get rid of Ronaldo as well. But how like, do you? How do you? How do you solve that it's problem? Time to piss off! No, I think you—they've you given they've, him all they've, these money. It's a fortune. But he's, but but he you surely there, there has to be off. something in your contract okay. where you can't go, you can't go. Oh, I'd like to leave. Well, no one wants you, mate. And then he goes, well, but I want to leave. Well, give me all my money then. Well, hang on, it, that's, that's that's exactly how it works, isn't it? Surely it's gross misconduct or something. I th- get get rid of him. Get rid of him. Everyone's, do you know what I've noticed as well? Everyone's so scared of, of saying something bad about Ronaldo. He's embarrassed himself. It's absolutely disgraceful. It's all, like, everyone's kind of like, well, I don't really want to go harsh on Ronaldo in this. He's behaved like a child. You signed a two-year deal. Get on with it. Like, it's, it's embarrassing. It, it's, so they would have to pay him £12 million to, to leave the club. But that's... That's okay. that's why you can't get, you can't just get rid of him. They're losing twelve million pounds so, just to solve. So the let's problem. let's fast forward with the Ronaldo thing. So what happens then? How does this play out? Right. So they, so the the problem, of course, here is no one wants him. No one wants him, and then and he and Man United understandably don't want to pay him off. So is this just as simple <coughs> as let everyone talk? You get to the end of the window, and then you say to Ronaldo, "See, nobody wants you." get your head down and play now. But if you do that, you've, you've shown no power or yeah. moral fortitude be... as a club because you're just letting some 37-year-old, which isn't important, but you're letting a player dictate and behave in that fashion. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. 37-year-old man-child, by the way, an absolute uh, embarrassment at the moment. To and... How he's behaving is embarrassing. Yeah. And so like Arteta with Aubameyang, Right, people can you can say that that cost him Champions League, but it was it was a strong, it was a strong right, decision, 
And it was made with the idea of an understanding of hierarchy within that club, the fact that he yeah. is the boss and that you have to behave if you want to be at this football club. When Man United, well you can still get away with this nonsense. I can't believe I it's the, gone on this long. The problem with Ronaldo is a bigger one than the Aubameyang one because there was interest in him and he was he was... That they could negotiate a way for him to leave the club without it costing him any any money. They didn't get any fee, did they? Did they? I don't think it was, I think it was a free transfer, mm. if I remember rightly. Uh, we had a similar thing with Serge Aurier, with, where he we left him, we allowed him to leave mutual agreement, and he was free to go to Villarreal without any any hang ups. And we're not demanding the fee for him. But Ronaldo is a different beast, isn't he? Because he is what he is. But you're right. It's in the long run, it's much better for Ten Hag to be strong in this situation, and and. And in and, and say that Ronaldo, you cannot. This the club comes first, and the cliche is a club is bigger than the player because he exactly. undoubtedly thinks that he's bigger than the second biggest club in the world, or if not, yeah. in some eyes, in some on some metrics, the biggest club in the world, and he thinks he's bigger than that, and that can't stand. And the and the behavior, the behavior of the club is is allowing him to continue to think that. That's that's my problem with this. To what I find amazing as well is that people. Okay, yes, you look. You want to do well in each season. There's another one after that one. Just so you know, guys. There's, there's an, and then after that season, there's another one after that. So, t- so like, go backwards to go forwards. Sometimes, like, it's so dumb. I can't, I cannot get my head around how they've not gone. Look, Fergie used to say, when you make a decision, sometimes you make, you'll always make bad decisions. But I'd rather make one, a bad one early than a bad one late. Because you, yeah. sometimes you'll be you'll be looking and looking and looking for more information to give you the the golden bit of info that will go. Oh, okay, this is how we solve it. Just make the decision, get on with it, and that and that's what Man United are doing so badly is they're waiting and waiting and waiting. I mean, Ronaldo tried to do the opposite and make the decision early for them, and it's and he's got a reality check because no one wants him. But even if Ronaldo, even if they go mutual consent, go on then off you go, and you lose that money. Of any club that's going to lose that money, Man United losing it, it's not the end of the world. Yes, you're no. yes, you're stripped back. Yes, you've got less quality, but that calms back the expectations and gives you a, a, a cleaner canvas to go forward and pick the players with the profiles that you want to start to look like Arsenal and Tottenham. I just can't believe, it. and everyone's going, well, you know, let's not go too harsh on Ronaldo. Ronaldo has behaved terribly in this, terribly. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I yeah. He's, 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 he's created this problem, uh, mate. This this Barcelona stuff fascinates me. I know that we, we'll, we'll stop the football stuff in a minute. Yeah, but this Barcelona, the fact that they've got these five players, they cannot they cannot register because they they're, they're in breach currently of the La Liga's rules in spending and buying, and mm. you know, um, and they and it's come to light, and I. I, I I, can't, I won't go into the details of it now because I, I, I will butcher it, but it's come to light about how, the, the, how they've sold these rights, their, their TV rights. It's not quite as simple as them just giving up TV rights. It's really it's really convoluted in what's happening. So, um, But yeah, they've got Lewandowski, Kese, who they signed in January as a pre-contract. They can't register him, Rafinha. They've just signed um, Alonso. They're signing they up Alonso. Sure, they must have a plan to get around this, but currently, and and it's a great news story, isn't it, that Barcelona can't register all these amazing players they've bought. Yeah, but they they have to Lewandowski. What's his name? Kunde, uh, Kunde of um, Jules Kunde, yeah, yeah, Kunde of uh, Sevilla, Christensen, and these players, apart from Lewandowski, who's obviously incredible. Yeah, but they they they've got these clutch of players. That I don't think really they're not like. 
Not game changers. Yeah, no, yeah. not really. Like Lewandowski is and Rafinha is good, but he was playing for Leeds in a team that nearly got relegated last year. So it, it's weird. It's a whole weird situation. I think I, they're pretty abhorrent the way they go about their business, Barcelona. What they're doing to Frankie de Jong and, and the money they give mm. these players first off, but what they're what they're doing to him. Not that you know, there's terrible things happening in the world and in in, in you know in what do you call it? Look, he's a footballer who's got more money than he can spend. But right. but they've asked him to to forego his wages or suspend his wages, parts of his wages during the pandemic, and are now saying you have to leave. Not only that, when you leave, you're not getting the money. When he's helped save the football club in, in inverted commas, just so they can, and at the same time, you're getting they're bringing in eight or nine players and signing more. It's it is so this. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What I mean, it's what I don't understand. How it's... dare like how he shouldn't leave. He should he should no. stand out of principle. The right thing for him to do for everybody is stay. And I'm Even sure five hundred grand a week or what's a mental. And I'm sure. So Archon says La Liga's lost its magic. Kind of sad. Do you know what, mate? The thing I would say is La they're Liga, trying to save. They're it. trying Liga, to save it. That's save it. it. They haven't lost its magic. They're trying to save. Yeah. Their, their, their league. And this, I'll say this, and I'll say this again and again and again. When we, whenever these things happen with these big teams, and it's about money, and oh, they haven't got money, whatever the league. So stop looking at the top six and look at the others. And actually, are you making it a more competitive league? And and that's what La Liga are trying to do. So if La Liga yeah. stop them from registering these players because they've leveraged money through these different um, avenues, which are going to hurt them so badly down the road. And I agree with you. It's so. The thing again, there's a season after this season. Strip back and then go forward because Barcelona will always be a huge club, man. You know, it will always be a huge club. Look at, say, Rangers and where, like, the way that they had to do it. They had to go back and, and start again. If you do it from that point of view, it's a much better story. It looks better. You get the buy-in from the fans, the expectations are on the right level, and you don't overreach. What Barcelona are doing here is overreaching by an outrageous amount. 
uh, for what gain? This is what I don't understand. What's the gain? Like play well, the, the, play the kids. You've got a Barcelona B team there, which is probably amazing. Play them. They'll be be in mid table for one season. Get your house in order, and then move forward from he, there. It's mad. Does he does he um does he survive that season when he finishes ten, or are they going to revolt against him, Laporte? I, don't, I think, but it's about being transparent. If you know that They're this is the situation, maniac. this is they get revoked. The and they, they used to be in huge. It was like, oh, we're big. Well, we, um, we need to buy big players. Well, you don't. You don't have to wait a season and go, look, there's been a pandemic. It's killed us. We're going to get ourselves sorted out and we'll come back again because we're Barcelona. And everyone goes, yeah. Like, instead of just going, and, let's go buy Marcus Alonso. So this, I don't know if this is it. interesting, but this is this is about them selling their TV rights. So, so apparently Barcelona, this is according to footy accumulate, accumulators uh, Twitter account. Good source. It seems quite formal. Um, so apparently Barcelona didn't sell their TV rights to Sixth Street. What actually happened was a third company was set up in a, as a joint investment by Barcelona and Sixth Street. Sixth Street's invested 517 million, while Barcelona invested 150 million. Um, while Barcelona received 517 million for selling their TV rights, they declared 667 million as income received from the deal, which includes 150 million they gave to themselves. So what about the 150 million they had to spend? Anyway, it says this money, of course, did not exist. It was merely accounting tricks. Such tricks may not be legal, but the legal nevertheless has its own rules and regulations and refused to consider this as a proper income for the salary limit calculations. This is why they can't register their new players. Um, Stay strong, La Liga. Stay strong. Can't take yeah, the piss. So, what is this? The, the what? what uh, sorry, Marcus said that um, how can the league allow them to spend this money? But... Um, I can't remember exactly what he said. The, the league is not allowing them to do that. That's the whole point here. That's yeah, why they're Real holding Madrid strong. Barcelona are, they, Barcelona are, um, are struggling right now is because they're not being allowed to do what they want to do. Do you know what I love about it all in terms of registering um, players is the fact that, sorry, and this is the last sentence on Football Chat, we will move forward, um, is so when you, if your accounts and stuff aren't in the right order, right, if you try to register a player, which you do online digitally, the computer just says no, yeah, and, and it's like, well, don't argue with me. You get your, you get your counsel. You can register order. as many players as you want. I love yeah. it. I love it so much. You know um, the rules. Here are the rules. No one's bigger than the league. No one's bigger than the club. You've got, got to have these things. You can't bend around these things time and again. Right. Enough football chat. Sorry. Jim Big Laugh Award is back. Good. Um. So. <laughs> This um now this might get cut out. I'd like the people to vote. Um, just you know, should this be going out into the ether? But it did make me laugh. SWJ, um, put a little time code in there. He said thirty eight minutes into the new season, and Flav has already declared that Martin Tyler. <laughs> nice to know that some things haven't changed over the summer. Absolutely, absolutely. And this is so funny. And again, am I allowed for it to be funny? I might have to cut it out. Sam Hansen, my favourite part was when in the chat someone said nine kids, he has to go in response to how many kids <laughs> before he gets cancelled. 47 likes on that. And McSlash replied underneath, went, ten, 10 kids for me. You need to give him more time. <laughs> Very good. Uh, slugs in the wild. No videos this week, which was disappointing, Flav. Uh, I was hoping for a bit more. That. that was so funny, that video. That was so good. You know, more slugs in that, yeah? Yeah, more <laughs> slugs in that, yeah. 
You know, Jeff James Lawrence Walker more slugs in that, yeah? What? Joe's <laughs> <laughs> better. What's best is <laughs> What's best is filming your filming yourself. I don't want to see the person. Film yourself. I just want to hear them. I want to paint the picture myself. That's, that's what was good about. It. So yeah, can you send guys DM me um, videos of slugs in the wild encounters? Uh, Denza uh, wrote in a, with a little story. He said, "I was on a night at, uh, out a few weeks ago, talking to an English fella about football. Brackets I'm Irish, by the way. I asked him if he knew James. He said he did. So I put up my hand, looking for a high five, and said, "Ah, oh, so you're a slug then, are you?" <laughs> He looked at me perplexed and angry and said, are you all right, mate? He must not have liked being called a slug. I guess he didn't talk to me. Um, Sorry, he didn't like being called a slug, I guess. He didn't talk to me for the rest of the night and avoided me, but we can only move forwards. Tough. Only only forwards, boys. I mean, I think he's obviously, he obviously doesn't know me then, does he? No. He's not, he's not a slug. I think... People, there's loads of people watching your channel that don't watch the, you know. Then don't. Yeah. One week ban for everyone who doesn't watch this. <laughs> safe for that. Safe for that. Can't take. Yeah. Oh, this could drift into football chat, but it's here on the running order. Uh, the Arsenal spending too much argument falls apart when you think about the state of City. That's Man City, I imagine. And Chelsea's squads versus Arsenal squad when Arteta took over. The top teams spend every single summer. Can't take. Well, not true, is it? Because uh, Manchester City <clears throat> about £100 million in profit, I think, at the moment. Um, oh. No, Arsenal, uh, there's a difference. A difference. Um, no team spends like Arsenal does without recouping money. You know, live, um, Man City might have done and Chelsea might have done. And Newcastle can to a certain extent. But you can't compare Arsenal with Man City because the, 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 it's a different business model. And, and in fact, Man City are actually running their football club now. They've reached this point in a sensible way. They have to. Arsenal cannot continue, continue to spend 100 million plus every single summer. But are they now doing the same? Will they now do the same thing as, as Man City? This whole like... Und- oh, yeah, yeah. Und- undoubtedly, they will. They yeah. will. They have to. They, they have to. That they winds me up a little bit, by the way, the um, not you saying it, but the fact of it, that like, oh, the, oh Man City, uh, uh, you know, behaving really well now, or Chelsea did it a couple of years ago or whatever. When you spend 200, when you spend 400 million to get to this point where we're just, no, no we're just uh, bringing in the players now. No, it's all fine. Yeah, I mean, it's all sustainable. Yeah. It's like, fuck off. No, so yeah, no, no, that ship's out. Yeah, that ship that ship's out. But it just shows yeah, that you're... that gap between you've got to spend two hundred and seventy million to to sort of get near to possibly competing. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and they probably haven't, which is the really sad thing. Um, sad. Uh, uh, do you know what I tweeted the other day when I was watching the Man City game, and I was thinking, I'm so bored, and I didn't know why. Like. They weren't playing bad football. I was watching. I wanted to watch Haaland and see how he was. And when mm. he scored, I felt nothing. And I put a tweet out, and a couple of people were quite angry. And how can you say this is boring football? And I say it's not. And, and, and someone, a couple of people, come back to me and said, "It isn't that they're playing bad football, or it's it's uninteresting football. It's just you know what they've done to get to this point it has nothing to do with really to do with any sort of competitive element. They've just spent, and so it doesn't really mean much. Sure, and that not- was it." When I watch Man City, I, that all I think about is the money they spent. Oh, really? See, see, my my problem with it is um, is not that it's not brilliant football 
uh, oh sorry, incredibly high quality football, there's no jeopardy. That's that's my problem with it. See, at least mean? with Liverpool, they like they're like, oh, we're off. Ah, we're gonna score some goals. Man City, ah! yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that, <laughs> that what's going? On? Is that, is that, <laughs> that the sound of, of Liverpool? Yeah, that's ah! yeah. What's, what's, the, what's the sound? What's the sound of Man City then? Sound, dum, sound of Man City is this. Dum, dum, yeah, dum, Man City is dum, is this. Dum. Can't hear anything. Oh, you can't hear it because it's wow. Basically, it's like metronomic. Go. Yeah, I love that. I love the sound of Liverpool. Then did Ace of Spades basically. Um, yeah. yeah, so I think that's that's why Man City can be a tough watch at times. That's why Champions League is so much better to watch them because there's just they don't they it's can't so play at that level. Whereas like like I was you know I've done a. <laughs> A tactical thing on each team, and West Ham wasting my time because they didn't touch the ball. So, yeah, I think that's that's the thing with Man City. Uh, dad chat, a little bit of dad chat. Matt Robson, dad's at the football. Um, so let us know what your dad does at the football and what's funny about it. I don't know if this is a thing you've spotted. I think there could be something in this in terms of dads hate young players or or just essentially patronising towards young players uh, Matt Robinson said and this has got the most likes of any uh, comments so top comment what am I dad's at football the age old he needs to go out on loan when talking about any player under 23 for example yeah. my dad said Luke Thomas needed to go out on loan after his first bad game after two years in the first team <laughs> classic <laughs> uh, Kieran Gray uh, agreed he said my dad says that about Paul Dummett he's 30 <laughs> <laughs> I said there's too much of a distance. Do you ever find that weird that we like like I was listening to Talk Sport and it was like the old um the old journalists and they were talking about obviously different players and they're like sixty years old talking about twenty one and like passing judgment on twenty one and twenty two year olds. Like obviously yeah. like, I'm I'm thirty six now, so like I you know, I'm in the same not the same bracket, but like I, it's weird, isn't it, that we just talk about young people. Does that make sense? Do you think? No, I do. I do, and they 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 will crucify them as well. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think the older you get, the less you understand the game? Not because it changes and shifts, and you you'll have preformed uh, preformed ideas about what football is, and it sh- it changes. Like you know, like pl- managers become dinosaurs. Mm. Yeah, that happens yeah. Fans, the fans become dinosaurs as well. Yeah, I think I think they probably do, unless you stay really open to it but i yeah. think it becomes harder like, there, there is like we said last week there's not a dad in the in on this planet that enjoys watching his t- team play out from the back not yeah yeah one. yeah the panic Even is real you cannot be a father and <laughs> and and appreciate it yeah just is it long is it long my dad's a nightmare i've had to i've tried to calmly to explain to it i was at last year i was like look this is the way that we're playing so you need to you need to just know that but there's a reason why we're playing at the back for a while. It's, it's so that we suck out the the opposition, so we can then play them with you know an incisive pass. But still, like two minutes later, he's going mm, mm. <laughs> every time they pass it from every time the goalie. When do you want the one? Here's the one that goes through every dad, right? The here's the part when the centre back split, 
and there's a there's a forward that comes forward and the goalie yeah. plays it through the centre backs oh. to the defensive midfielder who comes yeah. to get it. It's, horrend- <laughs> it's horrendous. I get it. I understand it. People I am becoming that. much calmer with it. Like it's been so normal. You see it in every game. You're much calmer. And actually, at touch wood, the amount of goals that come from someone fucking it up by passing it out. I can't remember many. Yeah. It's probably not as dangerous as you think. And these are elite footballers. You know, the 0.0001% of people that play football on this planet are playing at this level. Yeah. You'd think that they're, you know, and it's proven that it's not really as scary as it seems. Uh, Things that, so footballing things that go through you. uh, That's a new bit. Get them in the comments. I think that's definitely one. It's the pass through the centre backs from the yeah. goalkeeper. With goalkeepers, especially big goalkeepers. We had it with Joe Joe Lumley, and he'd play that pass, and you go, mm, "What are you doing?" Um, that's definitely a good one. Do you know what I always say to myself, I, when I'm nervous about a pass like that, I always go, "He's better than me." <laughs> I try and think because I'm not. I'm putting my own anxiety of like, if I was, if I got that pass in that position, I would hate it. But like, he's better than me. The- that feeling of dread is when you're, the ball turns over and you've overcommitted. And you can see, if you're in a stand, an upper tier, or if you're watching on telly, you can see yeah. the, the, you can see the inevitable unfold. <laughs> That's it's so like true. And then you're like, oh, God. And then you're just like, please, please don't, please don't, please don't, please don't. Do you know what happens as well? I'll always go, like, you go early to, I'll go early to my day, I go, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> what? After three minutes, we're fucked. <laughs> no, no, no. So it'll be like, um, like it happened at the weekend. So we, we were sort of hanging on. Great win for the Oz, by the way, at the weekend. Uh, Mick Beale's first victory. Congratulations, Mick. Uh, anyway, we had the ball down the right-hand side and Kaiko lost it. And then um, Rob Dickey, our right-sided, I don't know, our centre-back, um, had a bad touch and they sort of won the ball. And then they started to break. And and I did it then. I went, we're fucked. <laughs> you could just see, I could just see there's an, oh, there's an overlay we're in trouble it's the same with corners isn't it like, there's a yeah. corner sometimes and then they beat the man you go we're fucked this is it um, <laughs> so yeah things that go through you let me uh, let me know in the comments please uh, that's it Ramsdale to party always makes my heart drop yeah he does he loves it Ramsdale he's I mean his kicking he made it's amazing anyway oh my goodness um, Harry Cook another dad's at football getting players names slightly wrong I'm in a burning oh, mate, 100%. <laughs> My dad has never said Kulisevsky. He doesn't even attempt it. He does not even. What does he go with? Oh, God, no. I'll, get him, I'll try and get him to say it and I'll Kul- record yeah, it. Yeah, record it. Kulisevsky or something. Uh, I mean, I'm terrible with names. I struggle with names. Because what, what happens with me is that I learn the wrong name. Do you know what the name I can't? I just can't get right is... Um, I see, I'm still not sure which one's right, but I think it's Tavernier, but I call him Tavernier. And I, I don't see what the big deal is, but people like it goes through people. They hate it. Um, Tavernier. I mean, that's not his name, is it? Tavernier is his name. That's just a miss. Well, this is so. This is this come out on. I'd been calling what you know our left-sided centre back. What's his name? Your Ben but Davies. It's not. It's Ben Davies. But Davis. Is it? And I was like, what? of course it isn't. Of course it isn't. Like. And I had like a barrel, including, including our very own Louis, who said, yeah, it's Davis. Everybody in, in Wales calls it Davis. It's not Davies. Davies isn't Davies isn't a name in, in, in Wales. It's Davis. Oh, that's floored me. I know. Well, Is it called... spelled that way? No, it's spelled Davies. Right. Mental, isn't they? They're all mad over there. Yeah. There's an E, guys. Guys, there's an E in it. 
Yeah. Uh, there is an E, although there are no E's in the Welsh language, are there? It's like this. Once again, I'm flawed. That's Can you offend the whales? I'm not sure. Uh, Louis, whales. let's know if we can offend you. Um, you don't pronounce the E, he says. Um, oh, is he here? Yeah, he is. Um, here's another new bit. Lots of new bits. Disappointingly true. I've called this one. Um, so let's know if things are dis- <coughs> dis- <coughs> Sorry. disappointingly true. How long have you got, by the way, Flav? Um, just carry on. I'll just leave when when I've had enough. Okay. <laughs> um, no, about, about about fifteen. About fifteen. Oh, okay. Um, disappointingly, oh, well, it might take that long. Disappointingly true. So things not football related, but things that you f- that are disappointingly true. Let me know in the comments, please. Um, this because I read this, I laughed, um, and it is disappointingly true. Uh, Donald Crowley. If Jiz Horncamp, who we were talking about last week, was linked with Nottingham Forest, if Jiz Horncamp goes through a period of near misses, strikes off the woodwork and generally being unlucky in front of goal, uh, when he finally scores, I want James to break down the game in a video, opening the video with him saying, it's been coming, with a cheeky grin holding in his giggle. It's just going to happen. It is going to happen. Just... Does that make me a better creator or a worse creator? Better, I'd say. But yeah, better if anything. There's a um I didn't put it in the video, but um I said something I said something about someone coming on, and then I went not lit- I do this joke sometimes where I go not literally or like someone has exploded but not literally yeah. that'd be ridiculous and I went <laughs> that's when he's he, he came on or something like that about coming and and I went not literally and then I literally. <laughs> We'll have to. I'll show you guys on a mailbag or something. I literally just I paused for a second and I just went, just hung my head. I was just Don't like, do that. So embarrassed. Not on Sky Sports. I know that's the problem. Um, I'll quickly finish off the 38 draws because we've got some comments on it. Carl Sleep said, um, so for those of you who don't know, last week uh, we were talking about Bournemouth and with one of their fans, Tom Jordan, who does the Back of the Net YouTube channel. So if you want some Bournemouth content, that's the one for you. Um, he was saying that he would take 38 draws because it would mean survival. Carl Sleeps agrees. And um, from 2010 to 2011, oh, sorry, 2010-11 was the last time a team would be relegated if they drew every single game. It's a strategy, guys. It's a great strategy. Think about it. Hugh Griffith, he says, I put it to you. Hang on. I put it to you that if every game you play is a score draw, particularly if you get the odd 3-3 or 4-4, you are one of the most exciting teams in the league. Think about it. There will be epic comebacks, epic collapses, last-minute equalisers. You will have some great away results at Liverpool and Man City. It would want to be one of the most memorable seasons of all time. That is fantastic. Because you think draws, you think one all, but no, there won't be a huge draw. Be all sorts, yeah, yeah. It's also a fascinating study in people perception. If you're drawing nil nil one one, then people will think you're getting the most out of a limited squad by playing risk-averse football. Whereas if you're drawing three three. Uh, people will think you're an absolute cowboy playing on nothing but vibes. Weirdly, the manager who scores the most goals and plays exciting football but still only draws is more likely to get sacked despite the game, despite getting the same results as the less goal scoring manager Absolutely who's true. far more boring. It's true. Yeah, it is all true. Good work. Yeah, great work. Oh, and finally, you know, you were looking at tables earlier. Someone made a really good comment um, in the United because, you know, I get a bit annoyed when people always talk about. Um, United or City you know there's lots of teams called United and currently Newcastle United and Leeds United 
are above Manchester United. So they're mm. not they're not the best United. And that's yeah, Newcastle are current, uh, Newcastle are currently United. Top United. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're United at the moment. They are United, yeah. Leeds are Leeds United and Manchester United are Manchester United. Well done. Good point. Uh, where are we? And then deal 18 on the draw thing, especially if you're a small club and barely surviving anyway, I think 38 draws would be hilarious. A home fan base would definitely buy in at some point. And the ensuing songs, Invincibles. Invincibles, that's the other thing. You become invincible. Absolutely kills Arsenal, doesn't it? Arsenal fans are going, fucking lose or win. Actually, just lose. Because <laughs> if you become Invincibles as well, that would be a disaster for them. That was, you know, like the, 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 uh, the fans would be kind of like, going, please don't win. Please don't win. Last couple of games of the season, please don't win. My, yeah. I remember my brother had, had put a bet on... Uh, he put like 50 quid on Spurs to beat Bolton 3-1 in the League, League Cup and it was returned about 700 quid or something. Maybe I think he had first goal score and, and, and so it was a big bet. Mm. So we went 3-1 up and it was like like the bet was coming in and we were all cheering like hugging my brother and then Spurs went forward again and we were like no! No! <laughs> <laughs> and because it, it was a League Cup game it didn't matter we were through. We were like don't score! And then we missed and we was like yeah! yeah. <laughs> Amazing. That's gross. Uh, gambling. Uh, too late to change. Uh, we talked about this last week, so yeah, I'm sort of on that with Xhaka. I think it's too late, but I, I didn't. I wasn't impressed with them against Palace. Um, you said you had to change your mind on Harry Kane, didn't you? Had to take a step back. Um, yeah. We talk about Rory, won't we? Rory's getting a lot yeah. of heat for saying that he's pleased that Timo Werner had left Chelsea. He's been rubbish for Chelsea, hasn't he? Why yeah. get so angry? Yeah, I've had uh, my fair share of heat from Chelsea fans over really? last week. What I'd say to the people, just enjoy Rory. He's delightful. Um, Jack Keane. I was wrong about Trent. <laughs> the first few times I watched him play, he took what felt like three weeks to take every throw in. I thought, this kid hasn't got the mentality. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like the sort of, the, the sort of high opinion that you have to self. Like, not, so I'm not saying, clearly. Jack, I presume, Jack, you're not an elite sportsman. Yeah, this kid. Yeah. This kid hasn't got the mentality, boys. It's taking too long it's to take a throw in. Yeah, amazing. I love it though. You seem to prove me wrong. Yeah, what, what? What is what highlights poor mentality? <laughs> taking too long on a throw on. Not uh, sprinting back at every opportunity. Kids, got, kids not got it. Kids not got it. Uh, Danny Cox. The thing I still back and can't go back on is that Werner is a good striker and could score twenty prem goals at a different team. Would love him at Newcastle. No, nah, I mean, he's not but, good. He's a, not a good finisher. That's my problem. With him. But he was. But this is the thing: is how big. This is the thing. It's the, it's the, it's the Timo Werner conundrum. How big is the gap between Bundesliga and Premier League? And if you go by Timo Werner, it's gigantic. Mm. If you go by Haaland, maybe it isn't so big. Good point. But also, know. how bad a striker could you be and score? 20 goals at Man City. And I'm not, not doing a thing of well, like, oh, could I do it? But could, if you put Charlie Austin in that team, Charlie, who's like, whose legs have gone. 15, probably. Right, he's just 10, gone to Brisbane 15. Raw. I think Charlie, honestly, Charlie Austin would, would still score 50. He would score 15 goals. In, across all competition. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. there's no excuse for Haaland not to score 20 goals this year. Absolutely no excuse. No, no, it's a, that's an utter, it's expectation, isn't it? It's not Although, expectation, I mean, going but, out Chelsea, there, but Chelsea are dominant, aren't they? So what's Werner up to? 
His uh, finishing has been woeful, isn't it? I see. He can, I see he's he's good, he's to control his legs. But he's good enough to play in the Prem. It's just, yeah. It's just demands that Chelsea are different. It felt like he struggled with I, the pressure I, of it, I'll be honest. Where's he gone? Uh, Leipzig. That's oh, gone back? Hmm. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. To go back it needs space in behind as well. I think that's the thing. It, specifically with Werner. I don't think he's got the, he's not got that composure. Anyway, football check. Um, Samism. This is good. It's not really a Samism, but I liked it from Verity. Um, for anyone who's new to the podcast or the channel, uh, Samism uh, comes from our good friend Sam Peoples from the United Peoples, whose uh, TV, which is a Man United channel, which is far bigger than mine. I could only imagine being as successful as Sam. Um, and, but Sam does struggle with the odd Samism where he mi- mixes up his... Um, well, we all do, we as, all as do. has become clear. True, but, he was, but he's one of the best. He's, he's the he's, goat. He was the first. He was the, he was the front runner. Yeah, honestly, twenty late twenty fifteen, I think the second second of a video I did at Bullshit, I, I, he said something. I went, "What's up with this lad?" <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Verity, not really a Samism, but it cracked me up and it made me laugh. This I overheard a lad at the football bragging to his mates and saying with full confidence that he played for two years and conceived no goals. <laughs> <laughs> and I conceived no goals. That's <laughs> so good. That's like people. It's the people. I heard another person say um, they haven't got a vocal point. It's focal point. <coughs> yeah. It's focal point. It's not vocal point. Doesn't make sense. Nor does conceive no goals. Power move. Jack Roberts. We've got an early power move submission. Would you, I just wanted to hear your thoughts on this one, Flav. Because I'm not sure if it is or it isn't. When you're at any kind of supermarket or store and you go to pay, the cashier says the amount you owe, only for you to whip out a discount card as if to say, no, it'll be that much. Is that a power move? What? So you say you tell me the price. You're the cashier. You go 10 quid. And I go, no, it's not. And then give a discount card. Is that a power move? I mean, why would you want to do a power move on a? You got it's got to be the right person, isn't it? It's like your mate, or she's just trying to help. <laughs> yeah, she's making it. Different. I don't know if you can go. I don't think you can go down in this instance where someone's serving you that you're they're the servant, they're subservient to what they need in order to help you. I don't. You, I think it's a bit bit weird to do a power move on someone who's helping you. Mm. Yeah, so, as yeah, no, so, no, Jack. One week ban. Dick move, dick move. Yeah, dick move. Sadly, I mean, there's a question: Is it a dick move? Let us know in the comments. Uh, quick unwritten rule: Ryan Maxwell. Um, nothing you say as a fan has to make sense as long as you believe it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that goes for every football conversation. Mm. And uh, do, you, do you remember? We'll finish off with this. Uh, do you remember last week you found some? You said there was a Twitter account with football conspiracies that were just sort of yeah. funny. They weren't really. Um, Callum with two L's has uh, provided a list, um, and he wants to this to provide uh, the platform for a bit. So, if you've got any football conspiracies, we'll read them out at the end of next week's podcast. So, first of all, he's got QPR, Real Madrid, Stoke, and Burnley don't have away kits. <laughs> 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 yeah, I couldn't say what true, isn't like, it? I can't. Yeah. Do you know what's funny? That the Arsenal is it a away kit or a pink one? Mm. 
when in normal daylight looks white. Looks like they're wearing white kits. Uh, what, so everyone's going, oh, it's so lush because it's pink and I'm metrosexual. I'm uh, of the opinion that it just looks like it was a white shirt that you it's put with a, the with, the, with the wrong. Yeah, and that's that just irritates my eyes. It also looks white when you're wearing it. Like I, I went up to I met Robbie and like, how did you see it online? I'm just unfortunately googled it. Scummy, horrible little shirts on my page. But um, in on the on the screen, it looks sort of pink, like you say, like a white that's yeah. been red through with a red. But when they've got it on, when I bumped into Robbie and he had his on, it looked white. It looked like they were walking around with a white kit on. And that's yeah. unbelievable. It just does look a little. Yeah, it looks a bit. And and on yeah, with the Crystal Palace game, it looked a little bit dull to me. I'll be honest. Um, yeah, but dull, yeah, Stoke horrible. don't have an away kit. That's true. Real Madrid don't. Just white, isn't it, in your head? And uh, QPR same. Uh, Wolves never play promoted teams. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Isn't it? I can't. I mean, I can't yeah. remember a game that they play against. Granit Xhaka has never gone a game without at least eleven fouls. That's just a little yeah. Brentford and Brighton have never played each other. <laughs> and and that's your lot. He said, I would love to see what the community has to offer. <coughs> yeah, buzzing. Jaffin is back. We are buzzing as well. And uh, Flav is off to buy some shoes. Exciting times for I mean, everyone. <laughs> that's not, I mean, I, the, that, that sounds like I'm going off to just, I mean, I am. I, it's, there, there's a reason why I need shoes today and this is the only day I can get them. So I uh, just wanted to put that in there. Yeah, I mean, why have you been, been defensive about buying I shoes? I don't know. Just, that's what you say. How long have you got? 15 minutes. Why? To go and buy some shoes. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> look, you've got things. It's just, that's life, isn't it? Jim Solo podcast. I mean, I would say that's most of the lives. 40, 47 minutes I spoke. <laughs> My season <laughs> predictions. Just me. Just me. Amazing. At the end, when you, when you finish those, you go. <laughs> oh, mate, you're broken. You're broken. Um, Right, guys. Uh, yeah, if you want to join us for our mailbags, um, which we haven't got time to do this week, but generally we do do them. And there's a link in the description. It would be great to get back up to 500. And we can start to plan our nosh party. Happy days. Um, yeah, have a great week. Uh, anything right. you want to say, Flav? No, no, just love you all. And thanks for uh, listening once again. That's it. And uh, the hours are going up. See you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 